are you guys doing? Uh, I'm shy. Hello, guys. Welcome to As If The Podcast. Let's do that again, okay? I was grinning too much. Hello, guys. Welcome to As If The Podcast. Okay, nope, that was not good. I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. One more time. And action. Hello, guys. Welcome to As If The Podcast with your host, me. Asia, my queen. That is me. That is she. Ah, I am where I want to be. You're not watching. You're just listening. I was hitting the forks. Do you guys know what hitting the forks is? I bet you guys don't know what that is. So hitting the forks is when you put your hands up to the side, boom, and then you like hesitate, right? You got to do on both sides. Right leg up, hands up, right leg up, and forks. Thank you. Next time, we are going to learn how to do the nay-nay. Okay. (laughs) How are you guys doing today? Obviously, I'm in a laughing, giggling mood. I wasn't earlier today. I went out. I went out this past Saturday for my brother's 25th birthday. Yes. My little brother turned 25. Who do you think you are growing, Negro? My brother turned 25. He had an 80s themed birthday party. And when I tell you guys I got fucked up tonight, so high, so new high, in the universe, in the universe, I got so fucked up. Oh my God. Me, my best friend, my cousin, my girlfriend, we were taking shots. Well, my girlfriend didn't really take shots like that. I think she took like one or two. But um, me and my best friend were taking shots together. And, you know, just like when she's around, it's just... I don't know. Like something about my best friend brings out like a very, very, very insane side of myself. Like when we go out, like I'm like so embarrassed of the way I acted the night prior. It's embarrassing. It gets embarrassing. Like, cause we're not doing anything like normal. You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like when people look at us when we're out, they're probably like, okay, was there drugs that we did not know about? Because (laughs) yeah, like we'll make up a dance together. Um, we did that at the bar, uh, about a year or two ago. And I was just like, I cannot believe we're doing this, but I'm having such a good time. Like, why are we in the middle of the bar saying five, six, seven, eight? <laughs> what are we doing? But I have such a good time with her and it just, yeah, it's taken some time to recover. Yeah. I'm recording this on a Monday We went out on Saturday. Um, I didn't make it home till about 4 a.m., 3.34. I was watching a bunch of videos on TikTok, Beyonce performances to be exact. And, um, you know, having the time of my life, crossfaded and just watching Beyonce. 
but like my nervous system is just wonky. Like it always is like literally 24 seven. But right now, um, it feels like someone just shook my insides, dumped it upside down, came back up and shook it again. Like my hands are really sweaty. I'm just very, very nervous. So, um, yeah, not the best, not the best. The way I'm feeling right now is definitely worth the fun I had. Oh my gosh. We played Don't Ya. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Ah, don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Okay, why am I singing like the gospel version? Okay. I know you like it. I know you like it. I know you do. I know you do. Cause that's when I, I come around you or something like that. Like we were really getting it. And like we were dancing with my grandma and just this morning I was sitting outside and I had this thought, I was like me and my grandma, like we, one thing we going to do is cut a rug together, period. When we're together, we get the music playing and it's just like ours. And honestly, she could go longer than me. She can go longer than me. I remember she used to have me up all night doing the bump. And if you guys don't know what the bump is, my grandma and I aren't sitting up snorting coke, okay? The bump is when you tap on each other's hips with each other's hips. If this makes sense. Like you're like, boom, boom, ta, 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 boom, boom. I'm going to insert a video of us doing the bump. If I can find a video, I'm going to insert us a video. Uh, I'm going to insert a video of us doing the bump. So you guys can know what I'm talking about because we used to be up. I'm talking about one o'clock in the morning and I was like, grandma, I'm tired. And she said, well, that's too damn bad up all night, all night doing the bump. I'm like, grandma, I have, I have school in the morning. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but my grandma and I were dancing together. Me and my best friend were dancing. We were taking shots, laughing, clowning on each other. It, we just had a good time. I had a really, really good time. So, Moving on, today we are going to talk about the male gaze, and I'm going to tell you guys why I decided to talk about this. So, there was a lot of conversation going around about women being gay or doing gay things. Let me not even say that. Women making out with women, all in the attempt to satisfy a man and the gays were mad the gays were mad and I could understand I understood but at the same time I didn't care I didn't care I don't care who you're kissing I don't care I personally I don't kiss friends if I say you're my friend that kind of means you're like adjacent to like a sister and not saying that we're like close like a sister, but like I put you in that category where it's like, no. I've never like looked at my friend and been like, that's, 
No. No, 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 no. I don't care how much I've been drinking. I don't care how much I've been smoking. I don't care what I've done for the night. I am never kissing my friend. It's just not happening. We're not doing that. So, however, there are people out there that like to smooch with their friends. And sometimes, you know, they do that, you know, to maybe suggest that they would like a man to come and all three of them have a good time. If you're an adult, that's your prerogative, your business. I don't care. I'm not one to judge. I understand, right? I get it. Like not with a friend, but like I could understand why people like threesomes. Like, come on. Um, so there was this video of this woman. I think she was doing like a get ready with me. You know, when people do get ready with me, we spill the tea. We spill the absolute tea. Sometimes it's things that we probably should have just wrote down in our journal. Yeah. That would have sufficed. This girl one time told me, wow, you should have just kept that to yourself. I said, bitch, shut up. Shut up. I like to trauma dump. Sue me. Anyways. So she was saying that her and her best friend kiss and she really doesn't like women. She doesn't date women, but she kisses her best friend and or one of her friends. I don't know if she's her best friend. And um, she does it to attract her boyfriend. I- I'm not saying this 100% right. And guys, please, please, please. I'm sorry. I'm going to start saving these videos because I feel like for some reason that people are going to think, wow, she's just pulling this out of her ashes for a topic. And no, I'm not. I'm not. This video really exists. So I tried to look for it on TikTok, couldn't find it. However, I had found a bunch of videos of gay women, um, queer women, whatever. I don't know. Um, I don't know how this works because I call myself a gay woman because I don't like calling myself bi, but I'm not a lesbian. So I just say gay. I should probably say queer, but I don't know. I could, I could, I could call myself whatever the fuck I want. Anyways, so... I saw a bunch of videos of gay women. If you're watching this, I'm going to put the video up. But if you're listening, they're they're gay women making fun of women who kiss that aren't attracted to women, but they just do it to appease men. And I thought it was so interesting because I... I don't, I don't feel bothered by it, but I could understand why people feel bothered by it. And I understood it even deeper when I had saw this video of this girl saying, you are the type of women that makes men feel like they don't have to respect a relationship between two women. And I was like, okay, all right. I can understand where you're coming from, but. I am so tired of men not having to take accountability for being disrespectful. So you're, you're wanting to point the finger at this woman who doesn't take girls seriously, but she is a consenting, there are two consenting, three consenting adults wanting to come together and, and do the, and the reason why he doesn't take 
women seriously who are in a serious relationship, keyword serious relationship, ro serious romantic relationship, it's the woman's fault as to why he cannot be respectful when two women are in a relationship. Like, let's, let, let's really break that down. Let's really talk about like what we're actually saying. I feel like just there's so much we allow, we give so much opportunity for men to point the finger at the reason why they are disrespectful bastards instead of saying they are just disrespectful bastards and let's 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 find out why they're disrespectful bastards let's let's it's it's a character issue it has nothing to do with her right because those women said we are kissing and we want to join you in right we want you to join us so if he goes to other women who say, no, we are in a relationship together, we like each other romantically, and we're saying no to you, if he goes and keeps trying to get in between them, do, do you see the difference between the two scenarios? He was invited to one, he wasn't invited to, to the other, and he's continuously trying. So that has to do with him, not them. You get what I'm saying? So um, I'm not trying to defend anybody. I, cause I have no attachment to the woman who had said that. I'm just trying to like get you guys to understand that these are adults that are kissing and that are inviting this. Like saying it, verbally saying it and, and, and afterwards saying this is what I want. Yeah. Then it made me start thinking about the male gaze and the fact that there are women out there separate from women who just like having a good time, but there are women out there who, um, will break their necks to appease to men. And what I want to do is I want to define what the male gaze is to any of you guys who have never heard that term. I hadn't heard it before um, until maybe a few months ago. The male gaze places women in the context of male desire, essentially portraying the female body as eye candy for the heterosexual man. By valuing the desires of the male audience, the male gaze supports the self-objectification of women. Okay. <clears throat> AKA beauty standards, right? Um, we all know that beauty standards, they change all the time but they've consistently been light skin, flat stomach, decent breasts, birthing hips, a backside, and all that varies by race. Cause a big butt to white folks is a flat butt to black folks. You get what I'm saying? So, but in these, in these communities, that's been the beauty standard. Sometimes I just wonder what we'd all be if we didn't give in to the beauty standards. Like, how would we all dress if we weren't subject to what beauty was supposed to look like and just who we were and who we thought and what we thought beauty was? Um... Cause the thing is, is that we could, we could literally say, we could go around and say, oh, 
I don't care about beauty standards and try to ignore them. However, however, the way, the way a person measures your ability to be attractive is how they treat you. Isn't that, it's just so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like I've seen a person be a complete dick to a customer and then see another customer that was like kind of hot or whatever he was attracted to or whatever. And he was a completely different person. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, like I said, like we could ignore the beauty standard and we could go against it and we could fight against it by not living up to what everybody else considers beautiful. But when we walk outside, it's another story. I remember I was getting my car fixed and my mom and I were getting ready and she was like, oh, we're, you're going to have to put, you get what I'm saying? Put some, put something, you know, put that shit on because we might be able to get a discount. It's like I could use the way I look to get what I want. When you get to that place where you might be the beauty standard in this community, right? That doesn't really mean that you're going to be like super respected and super taken care of and super valued because it's literally depending on the way the person wants to treat you. Like you're almost like, you're almost like a toy that they could pick up and put down and, and do whatever they want to it. When they care about you, they can take care of you. And then when they just feel like they don't, they could just fuck you over and throw you to the dust. Like I've lived both sides. I've lived in an area and at a time where I wasn't considered attractive, right? And I remember the way I was treated. I remember the way I was treated by men and women, because let's just be real, like women, we are also conditioned to feel like this person, this woman is worthy. This woman's worthiness is in how many men are attracted to her. So if not a lot of men are attracted to her, I really don't want to fuck with her like that. Like she's not really like, but if a lot of men are attracted to her, like, I want to get in. And the thing is, is that I do empathize with women because we're also taught to put our worthiness in, in being chose by a romantic partner. We talk about that a lot, um, on this podcast being chose. Um, but I, I empathize with us a lot when it comes to that. Um, but I also don't want to act like it's not us also participating. Um, I just want to give context as to why, women are participating in this. Um, and when you are in proximity to a woman that let's, let's just keep it real. When you're in proximity with a woman who be pulling niggas, you, you might get a couple crumbs. 
You get what I'm saying? You might get the whoever she declines, right? So you want to be next to her. So when I was, when I have flipped over to the other side, right? Because, you know, I've grown into my looks. I've also embraced my looks. So there's, there's a type of beauty that comes into that, embracing the way you look. Um, when I, I started to look better, right? In my own eyes as well, in my eyes as well. So not just with everyone else, but in my eyes, I started to look better. <clears throat> I saw how many people wanted to be my friend. I saw how many women wanted to be my friend now that didn't really care to be my friend then. You get what I'm saying? Like, I just always wonder, I wonder what the world would be if just that, that did not exist. If how you were treated was based off of your character and the way you treated other people. Right? Because like the way you look really affects the way other people treat you. Right? Like if you look good, they might, they, they might treat you well, most likely will treat you well. Let me correct myself. They most likely will treat you well. Um, but it may change based off of your attitude. But you're also able to get away with a little more too. You're able to get away with, with maybe being a, a bit of a bitch. Because have you ever heard somebody say, why does she act like that? Like, she should be nice. She's ugly. As if, as if it would be okay to have bad behavior because she's pretty. And I'm like, we, women also, we get stuck in this idea that if we make it to the other side, that everything in our life will improve. And, you know, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. And um, in ways it did and ways it didn't. And I'm going to talk to you guys about like what, how it didn't. It didn't because I was, I was more prone to sexual harassment. I've always been prone to sexual, I mean, everyone is prone to sexual harassment, like let's be real. But I was sexualized very early because I developed a little earlier than a lot of, other girls my age. So, um, I was being hit on by grown men in like the seventh, eighth grade. Um, my comfortability with men stopped very early in my life because I knew I couldn't, I couldn't run up to uncle Phil and, and, and hug them and jump on them and be all like this. I couldn't do that because I wasn't shaped like a little girl. So most likely they treated me differently. I remember having that feeling of resistance towards men on my own. No one really told me, oh, stay back. I mean, 
as I got a little older, my dad used to preach at me a little bit because, you know, he wanted to protect me that and, you know, and protect my body and let me know that, um, there are people out there that are out to harm little girls. Right. But I remember having that feeling on my own. I remember knowing, yeah, I probably shouldn't sit on uncle Phil's lap. I shouldn't play fight with uncle Charles. Like I, I had always known that. Um, I, and I knew that very, very early. So, um, but as I got older and continued to develop and also continued to progress physically, <laughs> progress physically, what does that mean? Um, but yeah, I, I got better looking. I think that you start getting treated as people's possession more and more. Um, you, yeah, I, I remember this one time I had told the story before, but I've got new listeners. How you doing? How y'all doing? New listeners. How y'all doing? One time I was at the club and this guy you know, grabbed me in the restroom because it was a co-ed restroom. Is that what you call them? Co-ed restrooms where men and women could both use the restroom. I think that's ridiculous to have at the club, but yeah. So one of the security guards at International was it? No, it was Mint. One of the security guards at Mint in Scottsdale uh, grabbed me and you know stuck you know stuck his fingers like outside of, you know, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, sexual assault. He stuck his fingers, um, by my, in my vagina, but you know, outside of my pants. And I remember always feeling like that would never happen to me. I would always feel that way because I almost felt like I grew up a pick me, by the way. For those of you who didn't know, I grew up a pick me. I grew up feeling like the way a woman presents herself, um, it's going to reflect out in this world and you will learn, you will learn that it's just not true. It is not true. Um, there are people who feel like they have um, ownership over your body. Um, and no matter what you do, no matter what you wear, no matter how you present yourself, no matter how much schooling you've gone through, no matter if your legs are crossed, no matter what you wear, no matter if you're wearing shorts that rise up the crack of your ass, if someone wants to be inappropriate with you, they will do that. Um, and I learned that the hard way. You know, we all got to have our lessons sometimes. Um, hopefully you guys don't have to go through that to learn what I had to learn. But I remember 
texting one of my guy friends and saying all that, basically saying like, I never thought this would happen to me. I never um, thought someone could disrespect me this way. I always thought that I could um, outsmart, out sophisticate myself out of the assault of a disrespectful man. And it's just not true. It's just not true. To prove my point a little more, I watched this one documentary on Netflix. Um, it's called Killer Sally. So long story short, she was a bodybuilder. She had two kids. She met this man who is also who also was a bodybuilder. And he used to beat on her. Um beat on her, beat on her children. Her children were in the documentary. They said he used to beat on them and their mom. Um, oh, and for more context, he was black and she was white. So I guess on Valentine's Day, I think, day after Valentine's Day, day before Valentine's Day, somewhere around Valentine's Day, they got into an argument. She ended up killing him. She has been consistent with her story with the fact that he was beaten on her. I guess he went to attack her and she shot him. I think a few times. Um, and I watched the way they treated her. And I started to think about how they probably would have had so much more empathy for this woman if she didn't look like brolic and, and, and someone who wasn't and someone who didn't need protection. You know, I was thinking like, if she looked like Taylor Swift, because a white woman going to jail for killing a black man, and I think this happened like in the 90s. That sounds so absurd. Like, let's be real. Let's, let's, let's be really, really, really real. A bunch of white men defending a black man against a white woman. Doesn't that make you want to just like look a little closer and be like, okay, what, what, why, what's going on? Not saying, not saying that they shouldn't, but that hardly happens, right? Hardly ever happens. And especially when the white woman is saying he was beating on me. But then I started to think about how she presented herself. She presented herself to be real tough. She was very muscular. Didn't really look like a woman who, and I'm putting this in quotations, guys, if you're not listening, but she presented herself as a woman who didn't need protection. And I thought about what would have happened if she looked like Taylor Swift. You know, one of these little white girls, one of these little docile white girls. Would she have been convicted and put in prison? Would she have been given more empathy if she looked more docile and I'm putting this in quotations as well, worth protecting? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, no, I do know. Yes, yes, they definitely would have. They definitely would have protected her more. So the way you're looked at in this world also affects your freedom in, in some ways. 
and your ability to be believed. And I think about that sometimes. I think about times, a specific time where I told specific people that I had felt uncomfortable around a specific man and they just bombarded me with a bunch of questions but not in a way that was like what happened how do you feel are you okay nothing like that more in a way of interrogation as if I was lying like their first thought was, I am lying and I'm trying to crack the code of your dishonesty. And I remember looking at them niggas and being like, y'all niggas is bitches. <laughs> y'all niggas is really bitches. At the same time, it's just like, that's where, that's just, that's what the world is. And that's why I really, really encourage everyone to be around people who make them safe as much as they can. Because yes, like we do have to engage in this world and around people that we don't want to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? But in this free time that we have to control who we're around, be around people who really, really love and value you for real, for real. Because like this other shit, this other stuff around here is real nasty, right? Oh, and I didn't tell you guys that when I had gotten trigger warning, when I had gotten sexually assaulted by the dude in the restroom, people who I considered friends were there and um, they didn't see it, but I had told them. And, um, and one of the women the next day when she was confronted with the information was like, oh, well, anyways, do you guys want to go swimming? Like didn't reply to anything we had said about, hey guys, like I was assaulted in the restroom. Like this is how I feel, da, da, da. She didn't care. And the other girl told me, what did you want me to do? Fight him? So, As much as I can't control the way other people see women who look like me and I can't control the fact that they have been brainwashed by society, which has told them that black women and women who look a certain way, women who present themselves a certain way or women who literally were just born to look a certain way don't deserve pr protection and other women do. I don't surround myself with people like that. You get what I'm saying? Um, I have now made it the choice not to. Don't get me wrong. Like, never mind. Yeah, but. I just really encourage us to value our protection and also be around people who values our protection and our safety. Um, because 
a lot of people out there don't and they will value it or not based off of if you look believable. Like the fact that there were jokes about the women who were assaulted by Bill Cosby and one of the jokes happened to be she was ugly. So you're you're telling me if she was pretty, you would have believed her. But that's also not entirely true either. Um, because if she was pretty, you would ask, oh, well, why was she wearing that? She shouldn't have been wearing that. That attracts the wrong attention. It's just crazy. It's so crazy. If you guys also want to just check out the way Pamela Anderson was treated in the industry. There's a documentary about her on Netflix as well. I can't remember what it's titled, but just search Pamela Anderson. And there's a montage of a bunch of talk shows that she had been on. And a lot of the hosts on these talk shows, they couldn't help themselves but to bring up how big her tits were. You were a grown man and you're impressed by tits so much that at your job that you went to school for and all this, you get so distracted. You just can't ask her the questions. You're just like, oh, those tits are just so a grown man, a grown man. And you could just see how much that affected her. It's like she was a sexual being because she looked good. Like homegirl looked good as fuck. Like I, I wasn't old enough to know who Pamela Anderson was for real, for real when she was at her height. But looking at the pictures and some of the videos I had seen of her as, as um, when she was younger, or at her peak, fame-wise, wow, homegirl was, the homegirl was fine, period. She was fine. But I just, but to not, but to, but to turn around and not treat that person like a human being because of the way they choose to dress or the pictures that they choose to take is so fucking wild. It is so wild. It is so wild. Oh my god, it's just a it's the craziest thing. It's 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 crazy as fuck. I'm just like, you know what? You know what? But that's just another example of like men not having to take accountability for their actions. They could just push it to somebody else and it's usually a woman push it to somebody else and be like well like I I, I talked to you like that because your tits were out or look at the way you dress like I mean as if homegirl could have put on a turtleneck and not be sexualized like all right whatever anyways 
We're going to wrap today's episode up. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate you for watching me, for listening. Thank you so much again. Have a great day. Have a great night. Whenever you're watching me. Bye-bye.